birth of a new global audience that's going to learn that it all started here tonight. Now, with two scoops of fuck you, this is Anything Goes with Darren Frost, Dave Martin, and Kathleen McGee. All right, welcome to Anything Goes with Darren Frost. We are coming to you like we do every single week here from the XM Studios here in Toronto. This is a no-holds-bar talk show talking about events in the news, pop culture, and the state of Canadian stand-up comedy. And without further ado, here is the host of the show along with Kathleen McGee, Darren Frost, all the way back from Florida. How are you, Darren? I'm doing great. And you know what happens in Florida? Lots of news. What? Was that necessary? You get, you get off on that? The attack. I didn't even look over and then I look over at Dave and he's like, he's so pumped jazzed. his hydraulics yeah. up on his Woo. chair. He's sitting in a high chair. I gotta do to something me. to make myself feel good. Yeah. You're not going to get it in this room. <laughs> no, I know that already. Anyways, uh, I am back from my little lovely trip to Florida with the kids. And I got to be honest with you, I don't know how the guy who works the Country Bear Jamboree doesn't shoot himself in the face so he doesn't have to watch that one more time per day. It was the fucking weirdest thing and worst thing I've ever seen. Only That's thing like that the would animatronic that, one, yeah, right? The only thing that would say that if Christopher Walken himself would walk out. That's the only possible way. That would save that. I love that. I, that's my one of my favorite Disney movies. Like I know it is. Walking I know. is in the Country Bears. Uh, I know. That's why I said movie. that. Yeah, yeah. He's in that movie. Yeah. I've never. He, I've never seen that movie. He plays so. the bag manager. Shut He's trying, your to, mouth. trying to take down Country Bear Hall. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking goddamn bears. <laughs> that's actually that's the one of the only times I've ever done a decent impression, yeah. and audience members have bit. audiences have yelled at me to stop it because I do an impression of Christopher Walken as if he was in an, a restricted R-rated version of the Country Bear Hall. Do it, do it. Like, Let's hear it. Like, um, so he plays the bang manager and he'd be like, uh, you goddamn bears, how dare you try to put on a little show to save your Country Bear Jamboree Hall. It's not going to happen. How about I take a Bowie knife and I cut your dad from groin to throat and make a new rug from my office. I got to chop off his feet and gut him out and put my umbrellas in there. I'll chop off your sister's head and use her face as an ashtray. I'll butt my cigarettes out in her eyes. Don't worry. She's dead. She won't feel a thing. And then I had people yelling at me in the audience, stop it, stop it. Because they were so like, because, oh, audiences just start getting so wet when they, oh, an impression. Oh, it's what we know. We're going to love this. And then it, then it turns into it's just horrific. more, yeah. I'm going to like, uh, oh, your dad, it's going to be a, a rug for my office. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chop off his hands and I'm going to use them to hang my coats on as he enters my house in the foyer. That would be very pretty, very attractive. Okay. Oh my god, that was funny. You should oh, do that more fuck. often. I know. Yeah. I, I keep telling him to try to do that. You never. God, that why do you not do your funny shit on stage? I, yeah. I just I don't like to save it for you guys oh. and our oh, high X and our XM listeners. Yeah. Our XM listeners. So we're uh, talking to you out there. Yeah. What uh, What did you guys get up to last weekend? So I was in Florida. What did you guys do? Well, we... there was the big uh, festival showcases at the clubs. Ooh, Ooh the big festival wow. showcases. Showcase. Yes. One comedian said to me, I'm not going to say his name, but I got off stage and he goes, so you're uh, showcasing for the nasty shows. And I was like, okay, yep. And then uh, he's like, you're the only dirty act on tonight. And then there was another comic on stage talking about elephant ejaculate and all this other stuff. Yeah. And then he was like, and then I was like, well, that guy's pretty dirty. And he's like, uh, no, it's not really, not like you. And I was like, okay, we're going to have a problem. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm not going to call people out. I know I should have the balls to do it, but I won't. Well, this is the one time every year where all the festivals come to town and they build up people's uh, comedians' dreams and then they all yeah. come crashing down when yeah. nothing happens yeah. for them. Yeah. But it, it, I'm glad I was in Florida. Well, it's one of those weird things. It's sort of, you know, you, you, know, you try to put a, a set together to appeal to all these showcases where some places you might want a, a, a clean gala and then other places you might want to do like a dirty show. And then you, you try to give something for everybody. But a lot of bookers and festival people just have blinders on and they don't realize oh well that guy maybe he doesn't have to say fuck and that joke would still work but maybe he said fuck to appeal to these other people i don't know it's just it, it you know it's it's very tense and, and the crowds were uh, like i was tuesday night and <laughs> the front row which was actually the second row i'm not kidding you it was an entire <laughs> esl class yeah yeah and one of them was asleep the entire time yeah. <laughs> like it's like hey everybody this is my big break and if you could wake up for two seconds yeah. while i'm telling you these jokes you know it's Whatever. I, if you get it, if they like did you, they like you. Did any of the big you. showcase people talk to you afterwards? Any of the big festival people? No, I did get a Facebook message from someone thanking me for being there. Oh. But it looked like it might have been cut and paid. <laughs> yeah, I, I got one of those too. Oh, yeah, exact yeah. same. Al but Ray, mine Al, said, thank you, Dave Martin, for being there. <laughs> Al Ray brought, uh, bought three pizzas at the uh, motorcycle club for everyone to eat. Al Ray from the wow. Winnipeg yeah. Festival. Yeah, that was yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah. No comment there. No. Um, <laughs> Now, when you were in, okay, so when you were in Florida, I always kind of worried, wondered about this. Was like, so was it all families there? Um, well, you know, it's it's Disney World. It, it ranges. There's lots of young people there, like young couples, and there's families. And but did you did you see any sort of young twenty something partiers there, like kind of stumbling mm, around? A couple, but not not a lot. Yeah. I mean, they they'd go to more Universal, and I was going to more Disney World kind of thing. Was yeah. it just you and Brandy and the kids, or did you have my grand my parents came? So did you and Brandy go out one night and get fucked up? Yeah. What? Did you really? Oh, no. Oh. I, I I only asked you that because I once dropped acid and went to Canada's Wonderland, and I was. <laughs> <laughs> wondering if I'm wondering how many other me's are there it, out it, there. It, I think you should drop acid and go to uh, fucking Walt Disney World. That's the place because you got all of these puppets talking to you, and fucking it would be weird. You say that, that but but they're they're then it's but then it's like it's choked full of like tourists that aren't remarkably cool on your level. And if right. you're tripping on a very you know yeah. intense hallucinogen, that's and I'm coming. I'm speaking from experience. You do not want to do that. I it went, sounds like a nice idea, but no thanks. I went Just, to Disneyland on uh, pot brownies, and I forgot we had eaten the pot brownies before we got there. So when we got there, we ate a pot. We ate a brownie, and then and then like an hour later, I was like, oh my god. Something weird's happening. I'm like, I think they're putting pot the brownies at Disneyland, so everyone has a good time. And they yeah. should do that. Well, that I was I was good. on some triple dipped uh, Woodstock acid, and you but, don't want to do that. <laughs> but also, Darren, being the nice person that he yes. is, he brought us gifts, of course. which I always appreciate. I love presents. Anybody wants to send me a present? Yeah, uh, Kathleen. Present. Kathleen got a bottle of uh, Stars and Stripes vodka. Nectarine yeah. flavored, and I love it that it's 70 proof, made yeah. with five times distilled vodka yeah. from premium American, American grain yeah. and natural flavors. I'm going to go home and drink this whole thing and see if I die. <laughs> it's, just, it's a recipe for blindness, so yeah. don't just yeah. don't wake up uh, with a white cane beside you. You drink vodka, right? I love vodka. That's, what I That's why yeah. I, I chose that, yeah. God, I love vodka. And I got Dave some... Uh, some Pez. Some Pez dispensers. <laughs> some Pez. Yeah, well, there's three, like, there's a Mickey Mouse. they cute. It's a collector's Thing. Then also there's a same black, dollar a, value as the vodka. Yeah, which is, is frightening. I, that is frightening. That's what I love about America, though. Yeah. When I was down in California, three peasants and a liter and a half of vodka. It's the same, same price. price. Yeah, and you can buy it at the grocery store. Oh yeah. Oh, it's amazing. God you bless America. You can do that America. in England too, though. And, which... and Montreal. 
And Montreal. What's wrong with us? Why can't we get on board? It's it's Ontario is a very tight ass province. Well, you also got the fucking beer brewers retail who pay their employees thirty two dollars an hour, and it's all a big lobbied group. And no, well, brewers retail is uh, owned by Molsons and Sleemans and another. Yeah, but it's like brewery, a conglomerate yeah. that to, that way they keep it in control. Right. Even in Alberta, where I'm from, um, we drink but and a lot and but mm. you can't buy your alcohol at the at the corner store you have to go to the liquor store but liquor stores are usually open till like midnight yeah they have and then you can get off sales at till like two yeah you can always find yourself some booze right yeah well that's that keeps alberta going what the fuck is wrong with ontario a lot of things i think we should do <laughs> i still think well, i want to try to do some kind of western tour of the three of us we should we're do going one. to we should in the new year in the spring yeah we do like a seven day like a party fest hit the west coast yeah send your emails to us and yeah. tell us you want to see this tell i'm us not what even town kidding you're in and if you want us to come maybe we can come to your town and Don't... maybe you can do a guest set <laughs> yeah if you're funny or wacky what now? When did you decide that like that Disney was the trip for you that your kids want to go on? Did they want to go there? Or they did wanted you to go, go there. there. They what, wanted to go there. What kid doesn't want to yeah, go? Yeah, that's the problem. But the real problem is you should never take your kid unless they're over forty inches, because oh, okay. there's so oh, many rides yeah. that you just can't get on. You're right, and they're not even that scarier. I don't know why the reason it is. Probably but, they can fly out of it. Maybe I guess it's but, political correctness, man. Fuck, man. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so it was good. I enjoyed it. But, you know, it's pretty stressful with two kids and the lineups and the, you know, I want to go on this ride and go on this thing and do do this. And the one kid couldn't. So it was not the easiest thing. It's really fun, though. I When I was seven years or no, probably about eight years old, my mom took my mom and dad brought took me and my brother and two of my cousins. We all went to California and did the, the Disneyland trip. And I remember one day my mom's like, well, you guys get to choose. We can go to Knott's Berry Farm or we can go to Disneyland. And we're like, I was like seven, and I was like, "Fuck not very far." Did you say fuck? I did. I said, "Fuck that shit, mom." Oh my god! I love those trips. I, you know, my parents divorced. Who do you want to box? When I was Mike Tyson or Stephen Hawking? I don't know. (laughs) Listen, when my my parents got divorced when I was fifteen, and my life has been a mess ever since. It's all their fucking fault. No, it's not. But uh, Whoa. but I remember that trip and that I I really think that if I ever had kids or a family like that, I would. You have to do it at least once. Not saying you got to go every single year, but like those, those are like as much as Disney is hosting. The thing is, so it's really expensive. It's so expensive. Oh, yeah. It's so fucking expensive. Well, I remember that I went to I don't know I can't even remember what movie we, that you and I went to, and there was like a whole it was like a, a dad there, and he had like twelve kids with him, and yeah. it was like a birthday party thing, and you know, you take twelve kids to a movie. I couldn't even wrap my head yeah. around how much that that must cost, or even like let's say eight kids to a movie, and then how much that would cost, and then all those kids want to fucking eat something, and then the they don't. Dis- they don't tickets? finish the shit that they want to eat, and then they don't even watch the whole fucking movie. Whoa! <laughs> the Disney tickets cost more. should not have children. The Disney tickets cost more than my house we rented and the flight combined. That's fucking crazy. Cost more than those two things. Why do they do that, though? Do you think Walt Disney is pretty happy with that? Do you think, because I think that if... if He's just happy there's no Jews working there. Or so he's probably still upset. Jesus. That's true, though. Oh His, Walt Disney's a pretty anti-Semitic guy in, his, in the well, early years. Way to cover it up. Way, way to cover it up, Dave. What, what did I cover up? Nothing. They were the Nothing. only studio but, that didn't uh, hire uh, Jews. I mean, like, I, mean, I know it's they serious. have special promotions. I know when I was they living... They have all Jude. Uh, all Jude. The correct let the Jews in. in the early years. Let the, the Jews in, and I'm not going to say what I was Don't let them out. I'm putting my filter on because I was going to say something pretty funny, but now it sound awful. But... They have promotions. Like when I was living in California last year or two years ago, they had go for free on your birthday. So my mom was down and we went to Disneyland, me and my mom mm-hmm. on my birthday. But I mean, like, 
oh, it's sick. It's sick. What? Like, I don't even know how you go out for movies. Well, fucking, we had, my parents wanted to come. They didn't have tickets. So we went to one of these cheesy side roads. You get your Disney ticket here. And you had to pay cash. And then when they gave you the tickets, like, there's two questions they're going to ask you when you use this ticket. Are you serious? Yeah, they go, they're going to go, they're going to have you used this ticket before? You say yes. And then they, they, it's all fingerprint now, right? Like, they, they fingerprint you at the fucking gate. It's fucking right? creepy. It's creepy. And so then they go, they ask you, is this the finger you always use? You say yes. So my parents literally went through, and they didn't go through right, and this fucking bell kind of thing went off. And I'm like, oh, my God, my parents are going to jail. And they had to talk their way through, and they finally got through. But it's, like, really fucking... Disney is, like, a little military compound. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I was living five minutes from Disneyland in Anaheim. But you know what? To their credit, it, it's expensive, but, but it's an experience. It's an experience, and it's also very a very well-oiled machine. Everyone is there to help you. All the staff is very helpful. Uh, getting on the rides, there was no lineups for almost all the rides. Because they have this amazing way of doing it. Do they do that? Like the at Disneyland, pass, the Fast yeah, Pass. Yeah. Amazing. And they don't do that at Canada's Wonderland. And fuck Canada's Wonderland because I'm tired of standing in your they fucking lines. They can easily do that at Canada's Wonderland. Oh, my God. It's so much better at what's, what's the Fast Pass? I don't know. It's, it's like you go I'm and not you, allowed to those places anymore. You hit, so. a, you hit a button and they give you a ticket and it says, come back at 115 and get in the Fast Pass line. Oh, and you wait 10 minutes instead of an hour. Yeah. Oh, and okay. you're in. And you can go around and grab your different Fast Passes. No, you and, can't. You can only have one at a time. Really? Yeah. Oh, and Disneyland, you can have more than one. Well, it's the place of where dreams do come true. <laughs> <laughs> that was Dave. Uh, uh, Dave purchased the sound box. effects yeah. machine from... Fucking yeah. Jesus Christ. Him and his sound effects, so he, he would never use it. It just like, kept popping on. It would just it would just go off while he, we were he, in a, an airport. Yeah, he... <laughs> Yeah, for no reason. No, at the I airport know. security. I know. We were walking down the street. Real mature, Dave. And he had it in his Real. bag... <laughs> Real fucking mature. He had it in his bag, and the the screaming woman kept going off. Oh, yeah, do that one. I know, I and know. And I was walking with him, and it kept going off, and people were yeah, looking, I like, know. at me, like I was screaming. Yeah. People like were Dave's looking at Dave's a rapist. Making, were... <laughs> making sure that Dave wasn't raping me. <laughs> no, that's more the Dave the rapist. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to fit his cock in somewhere. But Dave, around. but I did tell, like, he does do some funny things with it. I think you should, I think, <laughs> I think you should do a set where you go up and do, do a little taste yeah. of what you want to do. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take your father and I'm going to slit his neck. Yeah. Like, what's the deal with airline food or something? I don't remember what you did. Uh, I'll, I'll think of something for our closing segment oh. that we can oh, do for this. God, All right. well, we do have I'm to not do a fucking jukebox. Yes, you fucking you are. are. You're a comedy jukebox in the corner. <laughs> You're a jukebox hero. Oh, I there don't like go, that Dave. one. That's nice. I don't uh, like that one. Kathleen out. Really okay, we're gonna, we're gonna have, we have a guest this week, actually. Yay! Thank God. First time in a long time. All three of us together, we're going to have a guest. Because last week we had a special guest host. Yes, Scott, Scott Thompson, Thompson. That was some kids and Kate Trevor Wilson. And Kate Trevor Wilson came in for the interview. Yeah. So this week we have Peter Anthony, comic, Facebook former, activist, Facebook, Facebook activist. activist. We're, we're gonna, gonna go at him. him. Yeah, we're gonna go after him. Go after him as activism on Facebook. It's Dave's favorite thing to talk about. One of them. Yeah. We'll <laughs> be right back. We will. Don't clean that up. It adds character. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost, Dave Martin. And Kathleen McGee. Hi, it's me, Tom Papa from the Marriage Ref. You're listening to Anything Goes on XM Radio. It's hilarious. From an undisclosed location obeying all their court orders, this is Anything Goes with Darren Frost, Dave Martin, and Kathleen McGee. Okay, we are back from the break and in studio writer, performer, 
and activist. <laughs> Peter Anthony is with us. He's What's a major. Today? He's a major activist. A major. You know what? He's a woman's rights activist. Yes. That's right. That's, that's yes. what Peter Anthony is. Yeah. That's right. I've witnessed right for the ladies. Yeah, Listen, it, I have witnessed evenings where Peter has been fighting for the rights of women everywhere. The right to get <laughs> the right to get back to work and get me a beer. There we go. And, and if the women don't laugh, he will just simply pay you some other woman to beat the shit out of them. That's what that's works. true. That's, that's how it works. That's legal. That's perfectly that legal. That's perfectly legal. Yeah. So, uh, Peter, you're uh, you got a big tour coming. Coming up of the east coast of Canada, somewhere myself and Dave just traveled to last month. Yeah, and, how'd you uh, guys? How'd you guys find it down there? Uh, well, you know, it was uh, a lot of drinking, a lot of, <laughs> lot yeah. of fun times, right. and uh, you know, the crowds are always great out there. They're very friendly. And did you like I, the uh, condition of the roadways back in uh, the Maritimes? Well, they're <laughs> fine. They, they have uh, there's flooding issues going on over there now. Oh, no, are you there's like what's well, been like raining for like three days out on the east well, coast. Well, isn't the sea level rising? So eventually, it'll all be underwater. Well, let's hope. Yeah, but that's according to that's according to Al Gore. They all have boats, so it's all good. According to Al Gore, you communist. So, uh, <laughs> come on, you got to believe everything Al Gore says. Yep. Yeah, yeah. never lie, especially when he's getting massaged from some woman. And um, what? The, actually, no, I, 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 I don't know that man. There was that news story about how he, he got charged with sexual harassment from a massage therapist. Really? Al Gore. Did he ask a couple the, months ago. Well, who massages the massage therapist? Aren't they supposed no, to? No, he got sexual harassment from a massage therapist. Not him. He sexually harassed her. Yes, he did. Oh, yes. right. So he was wasn't the, It wasn't the massage therapist massaging him and then like reaching down at his crotch. Whoa, lady. Yeah. This isn't the kind. No, that's just dream, you know, that's a dream of a Dave right there. That's why he wants to join politics. <laughs> is that why he I don't think this really happened. This is just some sort of fantasy, David. No, no, no. Is that why? Uh, it is that why he and Tipper got a divorce? Uh, They're divorced I don't know about now. That. Are, Are they, they broken div- up? Yeah, they broke up. They're divorced. I think it was because her name's Tipper. Yeah. That is the worst name ever. Yeah, Tipper Gore. Um, I can I, can I plug those shows though? Like, cause yeah, yeah, go yeah, ahead. Nikki, Nikki and I have worked so hard. Nikki Payne. Nikki Payne, who's hilarious, and I have worked so hard producing this tour and to to come down. And it's the third year I've done it. It's called the Blue Nosers Comedy Tour, and uh, I originally started it to sort of just showcase comedians that were from Nova Scotia that don't dress up in character. Right, Because everyone everyone back there thinks comedy is like where you put on like rubber boots and grab a fishing rod and put on some weird fake accent that doesn't even really exist and do comedy, but... You Jimmy Flynn it up for them. Yeah, you Jimmy Flynn it up. But but like there's so many good comedians from there. So I just started like doing, setting up these tours and like this year, Nikki jumped on board and then everything kind of blew up because she's she's such a a, a big draw. Of course, yeah. Yeah, so the crowds are bigger and we're playing bigger rooms so we're coming to... Uh, St. John, Summerside, Moncton, Sydney, Halifax, New Glasgow, Truro. We're doing a gig at a university too, uh, Mount St. Vincent, and it's going to be a lot of fun. It's between November 12th and 20th, and uh, you can go to my website, which is peteranthony.net, or Nikki's website, nikkipain.com, and get all the details for those shows. Well, that was one of the things that I noticed that while while Darren and I were driving around, we would like drive through a small town, mm-hmm. and well, and you know, I mean, if a small town has a population of like you know 1,200 or something like that. And there's no reason why you couldn't find a venue that would hold like 200 people. Yeah. And in a, a town of you know reasonably decent size, then you, you why couldn't you get 200 people to come out? But I mean, uh, the tour that we were on, it was a good, and the crowds were all great. Mm-hmm. But there, I mean, there could have been a couple of things here and there that you know could have helped the you know the crowds come out a little bit more. But yeah. I mean, it, I mean, all the shows were great, and people were really appreciative of you coming out and then putting a show on. Yeah, and like that. But I I think that's like the way the new way to go is is to to wear both hats to be a producer and you you learn yeah. those things you learn those things as you go like I've learned what not to do what towns not to go to what kind of rooms not to book like and but I'm still learning and, and it's I love it like I think it's fun it's interesting you you get paid more you have more control over the situation 
where you're performing and how the show runs. Well, the pro the problem is is that the the word marketing got a dirty dirty connotation because of yeah. of what Dane Cook did, and I don't blame him for that. He was just a very good marketer. Yeah. But all these other comics got really negative about it because they felt it was more about the business than the show. Right. And the bottom line is, if you want longevity in this business, unless you have a great manager and all you have to do is worry about the comedy. But how many managers are there in Canada? Very few. Mm -hmm. And how many can you sustain it by just doing your comedy? Very few. I mean, I have to do other things as well and I've been doing my own shows for years it's you've yeah. got to have a good mix of both funny and business sense to maneuver yeah. through this country yeah no it's true and there's also so many times when you go off to do a show somewhere and you know you show up there and you kind of look around and you don't see any of the posters that you sent out yeah and, yeah. and you just think like oh, <laughs> you're using them or, for scrap paper yeah <laughs> or, or, this, or, the, or, hey, or Rusty? oh yeah <laughs> or, or they're just like oh well, why didn't you guys do this this and this or we're walking around like whatever town that we're playing in like Darren and I and we're we, you know, we go to like a used DVD store. Or we go to a tattoo port. We don't go, or we walk past a tattoo parlor, and we just like, well, these these are all places where posters could have been put up. Yeah, yeah but and, that's that's the problem with when you know you've got it. And that's why, why so that's why you want to put a producer's hat on too. Yeah, Frosty, have you told that story on on anything goes yet? Where where you sent your? I sent my post. No, I haven't. <laughs> I sent my posters to Calgary at the Yuck Yucks there uh, a month before the show, and I get there the day of. None of my posters were up, and I asked a door girl for a scrap piece of paper to write five new jokes on. <laughs> And she she passed me a quarter of my poster. <laughs> they they not only taken my poster and not put it up, but they've cut it into they four. Cut it into scrap paper and used yeah. it as scrap paper and gave it back to me. That's so funny. You're like writing on your own face. Yeah. No, I said to her, I go, "You're passing me back my photo, my poster." She goes, hey, "Yeah." Oh my god, amazing! And as I'll never forget this, I walked down the hall and uh, to the, the stage, and Kiss's "Rock and Roll All Night" was playing. And I'm like, "There's never been more irony than the fucking rock and roll right here." There's uh, also yeah. there's also something to be said about your show going back to where you're from and and where Absolutely. you grew up mm -hmm. because uh, a lot of a lot of comedy a lot of comics will do like in Toronto and it's like it's so hard to get a crowd uh -huh. out in Toronto. Yeah. So if you haven't been out of Toronto, you don't know what it, there are so many great crowds when you leave and if you're producing it then you're making the calls and yeah. and you can bring out the crowds that you want to bring out. I think Yeah, that's, that's the one the reason I like doing it myself is because if I don't like someone, you're getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. I have final say on what happens on the show. Yeah. If I want to kick 50 people out, they're all going and I'm the one who makes that decision. Well, and, and I, I also I also love to blame other people for things when they go wrong, but also the one thing that's cool thing about producing your own shows is then you know you don't really have anyone else to blame. Nope. Sometimes you're like, oh fuck, I should have done this, I should have done that, right. and then you're like, well, why the fuck didn't I do that? And because yeah. I mean, you do get tired of showing up to shows, and they're just little tiny things that would make such a difference. That zero control, yeah. yeah, showing up with zero control. Now, do you think you could uh, possibly take this even out west? Because there's a lot of transplanted East Coasters on you know other what? parts. We've totally talked about that. We have, and and uh, I, for me, I don't know because like it's so much work just to. Put it together and do it in the Maritimes once right, a year. Right. But uh, um, and I, actually, this is the first year we took it out of Nova Scotia. So oh, okay. we used to just go through Nova Scotia. Right. So this year we're going. We expanded to, to New Brunswick and PEI. So to bring it to the other side of the country, um, geez, man, I like it, it. It's so much work. I, like we have talked about it though. But right. There's also that you're taking a huge risk, right? Like oh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of people from the Maritimes that have moved out there. But what if they don't come out? And I put out. Yeah. You had got to put out all this money and then. It's kind of scary, but scary's good. But yeah, also yeah. good for you for, for taking that risk because there's so many comedians that just wait for their tours to be booked for them mm -hmm. and go. 
And, yeah. you know, there's no way of building a, a, an extra fan base or anything if you just go yeah. with what's given to you. And it's, you, don't make, you don't make any money on like, No. You can make a little bit of money going on the road, but you, if you're not producing, right, you're well, not making that well, much money. Well, it's, like, yeah, it's like your days off kill you, you know. Totally. And, 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 you know, and then, like, there's a lot of older comics that work for uh, the same company that we do that, you know, that just, yeah, that sort of wait for their tours to get booked for them. And uh, and like I always say, you know, the moment you put your your you know your life in the hands of a corporation, and then you think that that corporation is going to do anything other than serve itself, and you just ha- will get some scraps here and there, mm-hmm. then you know you're 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 the biggest. Idiot. Yeah, and, and like the only people that are truly, truly, truly making it and making a really good living at this are the ones that are taking care of their own business. Sure. And that's just the way it is, and that's the that's the way it has to be. Well, know? yeah, it's Cadillac Records, baby. That's how it works. <laughs> that's right. That's the way it works, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Now, one thing I wanted to bring up, uh, we'll, we'll obviously plug your tour at the end. Mm-hmm. Now, you are a very large user of Facebook and getting your message out through Facebook. Yeah. And I, your, your political message, especially. You're right? a shit disturber. Let's not be... Yes. Hey, here's, here's, Let's not mince words. You're a shit... Admit it, you're a shit disturber. I uh, yeah I am but you but I appreciate it yeah. I think it's funny everyone no but uh, like I'm known I'm known as a shit disturber like even like with with like people at Yuck Yucks or even at the bar you're a shit disturber at the bar <laughs> anywhere but but I uh, but I do it with a smile on my face so I've never been punched out but <laughs> yeah right I haven't I swear that, to God really nobody's ever punched you no I've never been punched out when you were at Yuck Yucks screaming at that guy the other night I thought why was... when you're screaming faggot over and over again <laughs> I was like you you know you gotta Frosty uh, would have loved that I yeah. Yeah, I think in in the confines of a comedy club there's a lot of things that people will give just like we'll just let let pass you know mm-hmm. let pass through but but when we went to the motorcycle club afterwards i thought oh this might don't uh, start chanting the faggot word around over and over again right yeah. that's always thing because uh you know no matter i mean i've never been in, trying to break up a fight and had to say to the other guy that was about to punch out the guy that i knew no 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 it's okay he's a comedian he's just joking <laughs> that's not gonna make any fucking he's trying to be guy, funny with that word and then the guy yeah. would be like oh I had no idea he was oh. a comedian. It's totally acceptable. Oh, yes. when's your next show? Oh, two for one. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but I, can't, it, I can't wait to go and I see you yell faggot at someone in I the audience. I think that's true, though. As a comedian, you you do have an invisible shield on that allows you to say anything you want. Like, well, yeah, yeah in, in your punched. own in your own head. But You've the moment punched? you get punched out, well, have you got have you gotten punched out in a club? Uh, I've been I've been uh, been punched twice on stage. Like actually, like someone coming on stage yeah, and punching yeah. you out. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, I had, I did have what, and that. my backup was Gord Painter, who was blind, and Carrie Talmadge, who had a kidney problem. Yeah. That's my backup of the two times I got punched. Calling the goons. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I had that one guy. Yeah. I had that one guy come up on stage in Hamilton. That YouTube clip where yeah. the guy threatened to shoot me, but, but I, I like nothing. He came up and like I don't think he was going to hit me, but then he he got grabbed by the bouncer, who had who had made his way towards the stage already because I, I if you watch the video I'm like waving him over right because I'm sensing that this guy's gonna you can see it in someone's eyes when they're ready to sort of pounce but I don't know if he would have hit me I just think he wanted to confront me well there was a there's one show I did at the Rivoli uh this sort of it calls it you used to call itself a fairly hip alternative venue you know uh, years and years ago it's gotten a little bit more mainstream lately but there was a show that I put on at the Riv where I was doing the sort of South African comedian character and I was telling blatantly racist jokes but and it was only like a two minute bit that would if the guy in the audience would have waited until the end of the two minutes then it all would have gone full circle and yeah. I would have someone would have come out and kicked my ass or I forget how the bit was supposed to end but like I got about a minute into it and the guy from off stage threatened to come up on stage and, and kick my ass oh. but it's always funny when people who you know who believe in freedom of speech don't <laughs> want you to be that free yeah. yeah and so like hey I support you you know saying whatever you want to say uh, but don't you're not allowed to say this this and this well, and then all that yeah. all that right, horseshit yeah. but I mean 
It's like you you got to sort of see where the joke goes, and, and then you know maybe it will like oh right if I you know it's like people that walk out on a movie and then oh did you stay till the end because everything works out in the end oh no right. I didn't I fucked off and well how long ago was this oh that was like maybe like eight years ago or okay. something like that because I I would say I would say now the attention spans even less than it oh, was eight oh, yeah, years yeah, ago yeah, so. Yeah. Jeez, like, like. Is that why you like to use Facebook? Because that way you can just attack the world one line at a time. <laughs> I, <laughs> you really want to get into this? Well, I, I, here's my thing. Here's my thing. When I look at Facebook, I'm like, what an absolutely amazing tool. Yeah. To spread ideas yeah. with. Yeah. And so I read everyone's posts, and you, you know, you do a little. I guess I do a little bit of self marketing, which I I don't thoroughly enjoy, but I feel obligated because sometimes right. people are my Facebook friends because they see me at shows and stuff. So I'll do that. But the majority, uh, the, the the major way I use it, sorry, is, is, is to spread ideas that I have that I think people need to share. Right. And I, I can't believe more people don't do it on Facebook. Well, people I, do that on Twitter, though. I think it's more of, I yeah. don't know, it's the same thing, but... What an amazing tool, though. Like I, I, I do it, it but it, at the same time, it's like um, there's there's ways that you have to do it. Like the last time you got into trouble with the whole army one. Yeah, and I, I, think, got, I got threatened, actually. And you did, but yeah. I think you generalized a little too much right. on that statement that you made. But you have to in, order to, in order to get people to participate in an argument, you have to make sweeping generalizations, and you have to, you have to hit it that hard. That's that's my philosophy on debating anyway. Yeah, I don't. I, I, but just, I don't think everyone uses Facebook as a debate. I think everyone uses Facebook to find out if the girl they fucked the first time is getting fat. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> and so they want to go on there. But and that's, the, that's, that's the whole problem. I'm like, we could use it for something really good. But, but the, I guess that's the internet but, itself. But right? this, this yeah. is, this it is Facebook, not not debate book. You know what I mean? And we li- could start debate book. I think and listen, would. like people I think take a great idea. people yeah. take Facebook so seriously. Like Darren, you posted something about me. What, what did oh, you say? Oh, we got to talk okay. about this. We, 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 oh. we could get into that, but I, I want to get more on, but well, we can get back to that. But that, Dave is going to run this show right now. No, I'm, okay. I'm not, but we, we wanted to get stick to the political activism, not the personal but shots it, that we're taking so, at each other. Yeah, So, but I just wanted to say like. But it does make the, sense though, because Facebook, people take stuff out of context on Facebook too. You yes. can't tell if someone's being sarcastic. Right, yes. You true. can't tell if, that's why I brought that up. You can't yeah. tell if someone's being sarcastic. So you have something on here. So here's another story about why cops suck. And it is a story and it does show why a cop sucks because right. it, he you know they shot some man um and and well, comedians hate authority too so that's a given oh my god i've yeah. had so many arguments with dave because he hates hate cops, cops so much I hate them. Yeah, I can't stand and them. i know everybody hates them um i have a couple of friends that are cops and i know so do I. that they're I hate hated yeah too. you you, t- you even told me a story about that my college roommate my college roommate's like a like a, a huge huge in the rcmp but i mean I it's know. because cops are just like I mean, most people that are in co- that are cops or in the military and don't get all pissy and send letters, but it's a general person that really likes aggressive being yeah. a man. I'm yeah. going to go fire a gun at something. I'm going to go Shit, I enforce the law. <laughs> See, I think I think like I, I'm, I'm like um, the military. I I don't know if you join the military because you want to have all the privileges of a cop. I think cops uh, got a lot of sand kicked in their face, and they probably had you know were bullied a lot. Fuck, and then I got to be a cop. And then well. <laughs> Copper comedian. Those are your now. choices. Darren, you'd be the best the only cop ways to ever. Fight back. Too late now. Could you imagine if Frosty pulled you yeah. over and tried uh, to get his speed? I used to be called the comedy police for years. I'm like, I'm, <laughs> I'm loving this, Dave. Keep going. You should just get what a else badge. To me? You should yeah. get a badge and a ticket thing, and you should hang out yep. with the amateurs and be like, yep. Officer Frost here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ticketing you yeah. for yeah. shitty jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Jerry yeah. D, that joke is lame. You got to do taking that premise. Yeah. But I'm going to take it and use it later. Yeah. You should, Darren, just stick to Charlie. Someone's under never bombs. Give me 20. Yeah. Just stick to. 
Just Rashad to, Jones never plays the race card. Give me twenty. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Just, sorry. Just, stick, just stick to people Who else calling got a hack people. On that's probably on this fucking channel right now. Just uh, <laughs> stick to calling people on stealing like Brian Reek and jokes and things yeah, like exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, but I, I don't know. I, I just, I mean, like you had the sort of the, the bullying thing, and when you were talking about the, there was the guy that ratted on his other fellow soldiers in the military. That was, yeah, that was the American military. I know yeah. that like there was another comic, Johnny Guardhouse, that posted that you should really specify what military. Yeah, and he was Johnny was right. Like, and I, then a I, week and a week later, then we had that colonel that was like but had got busted for eighty eight crimes. Of, uh, yeah, yeah, sexual assault, the creepiest and, shit I've ever seen. Yeah. In my life. Oh my god, disgusting. Yeah. but I mean, I like, I know, I know there's guys out there like Johnny that just respect, have so much respect and admiration for the military, and I and I don't. It's like I'm not saying stuff to offend people. I'm entitled to feel the way I feel too, the way, same way that he's entitled to feel the way he feels. I just post it on Facebook because I find it fun to do that. But I mean, do, do, you, do you ever want to take your activism any farther than Facebook? Because it's sort of like, you know, I don't know if John Lennon ever said, you know, blog it to the people and, right. like, <laughs> you know. Blog it to the people. You know, Chuck D and Flavor Flav. Am I going to have a so. bed in for Facebook? Yeah. Well, I, uh, I just think that, I yes. just think there's so much, I think just protesting and then showing, you know, your, your defiance against <laughs> authority meant so much more when you actually had to leave your fucking house. Yeah, you It had right. to be like, I mean, what, you know, what, what was your opinion on when the, the cops handled the whole G20 thing. Well, it's funny you said that because, like, the G20 weekend, I booked a, I booked a weekend and left town because I didn't want to be here because, like, I, I, I literally would not be one of those people that would have gotten caught downtown. See, I mean... Because I know... Be, no, and, and it's based on the fact that I know how they're going to approach that. Yeah, and fine. I was right. That's why I have this argument with Dave every time. It was wrong what they did, but you're a fucking moron for being down there because you knew it, something you like that was going to happen. Yeah. Every yeah. time they have a G summit, I know they had one in Kananaskis, and that was the best place to do it because, you know, there was no way that you could really get in. That's why, and so the protesters couldn't yeah. really get in. Like, that's what they should do. But can I mean, we have Can we have, like, a G20 summit for comics and I can have tear gas and I can just whip it in the venue <laughs> yeah, exactly. of shitty comics that are getting laughs from lame crap? Can we do that? Yeah, Can but we they, organize something like that, like a cruise ship? Now the bare naked ladies play on one level, and then all the comedy that I don't like on the other. But you can be. Why an are act- the bare naked ladies? There? Yeah, where, how do they come in? Well, that's you, if you, I like the bare naked ladies. You just I enjoy it. yourself. Yeah. No, what? Whatever. <laughs> he likes hey, the no, he likes the indigo girls. So yeah, he likes the indigo girls. I don't. Way hey, more. whoa, way more. Really? Don't knock the indigo girls. I'm not girls. knocking them. That's our number one thing. Don't knock the indigo Darren girls. Darren Frost loves the indigo girls. Or I'll fucking change that Facebook thing so quick I'll get a new girl in here, and you know how quick I'll get a new girl in here. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. But but, that, but no, seriously, the, like, have you ever wondered, like, if you could get in crap for it? Because Doug Benson, who's a really funny American comedian, he was supposed to be playing the comic strip in Edmonton. Oh, that's, that whole thing was so much fucking bullshit. Uh, it was bullshit. What did he, what happened? What, well, well what he, ha- he was on the Red Eye show with uh, Greg Gutfield on Fox News, which is like a late night, sort of like almost a news parody show. Right. Kind of like a, a very unfunny version of the Daily Show. Right. But I mean, you know, it has, they have comics on and it, it, there are moments where it is funny, but they also, they approach it on a very sort of playful ignorant level too right. right but they do have the occasional actual news guy that comes up but what 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 happened what was the fallout of the story kathleen well, basically, I, I don't remember what Doug Benson said. He said something I, about the- Doug, Doug Benson made jokes yeah. and referenced that, oh, wow, Canada's in the war in Afghanistan, yeah. making a reference to almost like the Vietnam thing, how we didn't weren't included. Right. Which Not, is a joke that a bunch of comedians make about our Canadian military. Canadian comics exactly. have done it. Right. I have never been more embarrassed to be Canadian after the fallout from the show. Like, I literally was so disgusted. Because what happened is he then, he made a couple other comments. He did not know that four Canadian soldiers died that day. Oh. Um, so bad timing. 
thing. Yeah. But the bottom line is Americans don't even know when their own are killed that yeah. day. They're not kept up. They're not talked about. In America, when, when soldiers die, they keep it very quiet. In Canada, it's on the front page of all the newspapers because we want to acknowledge the dead. In America, they don't because they yeah. know what will happen. No, that's also because of the Bush administration stopped allowing the, uh, the, fo- Cameras, the photographing. Uh, I know, uh, but I'm saying that's the they've, coming in. But what I'm saying is that's how they've chosen to deal with it. We Our country has chosen to deal with it a different way. He was making some jokes about Canada and of trying to be funny way. And the fallout was he could not play the Edmonton comic strip because of death, death threats, threats. and all these other things. Yeah, what? Doug Benson, the pot comic, couldn't oh go to God. Edmonton because they couldn't secure his safety. <laughs> and also the club got a bunch of phone calls saying, if you play this comic, we'll never come. Yeah. We'll boycott wow. it. Well, I mean, and this is wow. a club that has had Canadian comedians on there saying, Things like because it's in West Edmonton Mall and they have submarines there. We got like, submarines in the yeah. mall. Yeah, the military. Yeah, I want you to tighten that fucking bow tie a little stronger. But it was. It, I mean, I was super upset because I'm a big fan of Doug Benson. I was so excited he was coming, and it then was embarrassing. And then some some idiot uh, Canadians, people that are extremists that don't listen to the whole story, that don't. Right. But they just hear something that they don't like, and they fly off the handle. And that's yeah. what happened. And also, just so you know, the original story that got them talking about it, the Canadian military came out and said, we may have to take a year off from any kind of military exercises because we don't have the money. If America ever came out and said, we're taking a year off, 22 minutes would be all over that with a funny fucking mask, and Rick Mercer would go down to the States and do something with a microphone about taking a year off. What are you guys going to do with that year? Yeah. You're going to go to Florida or Disney World. Right. We would be all fucking over it. Mm-hmm. But because they were making fun of us, it's like, oh, well, we can't have that. Well, and also, but, most, also most Americans don't know that it cost about uh, just under like $2 billion per day to stay right. in, the, in the war in Afghanistan and uh and and Iraq, and also too, it's like Doug Benson was just basically playing up his character yeah. of this sort of ignorant stoner know. character. Yeah. And most Americans don't, yeah, like don't know what's going on outside their own country. Don't know what's going on outside their own. And state. Canadians and, aren't that much better, Dave. Because I you know wasn't what? Saying we were, Darren. But the bottom line is, there's 20 countries involved in Afghanistan, and you couldn't find a Canadian that could name fucking 10 of them that are in there. And I'd be just as bad. I could have been on Belgian television making fun of Belgium being in the fucking not being in the war, and four guys could have been in a waffle. In fucking Afghanistan and died, you know. But like, right. we don't know the whole ramifications of all the countries that are involved. We love to think and say and think we do, but we don't. But the reason I brought that up though was because I wanted to ask Peter, like, are you ever worried about something that you say is that that might lose you work in the future? Um, actually, I. It's funny you ask that because I have an example recently of of that actually happening to me. Because, Your Facebook stuff? Uh, no, I had I had actually got a call from Dave, and Dave said. That oh yeah that he wanted he was looking for someone that might be able to perform for the TED Talks event in in uh, Oakville, and what the, is TED Talks? TED Talks is uh, basically a it's, con- it's funny because it's an, it's an exchange of progressive ideas amongst both corporations and uh, and sort of in, environmental uh, companies and people that really want to make the uh, open up people's minds and make the planet better uh, a better place uh, both on a you know environmental uh, social and economic level yeah, okay. in many it, ways. And, and, Did you just read that off the internet, Dave? No. <laughs> I just made it up right now. <laughs> I, it, but but I, I, and I I'm a huge fan of of TED Talks and if you go if you like if you go Google TED Talks or YouTube, you can see like a lot of people's presentations, and I've watched a lot of yeah. them. And I'm a fan, and I, you know, I like the evolution of ideas and stuff. So I was like, oh my god, I was, I was so excited that Dave asked me. I was like, really, truly, honestly excited to go. And I was in contact with this person, and then she, 
had talked to her superior and gave the guy my name, who then in turn Googled me. Oh, shit. And found <laughs> the video we talked about earlier, but with the guy coming up on stage after me. Because, you know, and I was calling him like, like, fuck you, buddy, and this kind of stuff. And this guy viewed that as an example of who I was as a stand-up and canceled me. Google yeah. is terrible for comedians because because it doesn't, like, a lot of, I've gotten turned down for some gigs because I've of some I've lost jokes. tons of gigs. Because, and Darren knows this. Like, yeah. I'm sure Dave knows this. But it's like people will Google you and see one clip and they'll be like, well, that's their entire act. I, I can't handle this. Yeah. But, and they don't well, Frosty, even... that, that, that happened to you with the corporations you did ads for, I yeah. think. Oh, yeah. No, I, I used to do a lot of commercials. And then they started Googling me and Kraft Dinner and all these other companies fucking owned by the Philip Morris cigarette manufacturer. Don't make me do the bit. But the bottom line is <laughs> right. I, I got into a lot of trouble and I had to make a decision very early on. Am I going to be true to my artistic side or my you know financial side and i chose that artistic and i've lost a lot of money well yeah, i lost, yeah, a, I lost yeah. a gig teaching kids uh, high school finance i used to make a lot of money but the backers saw some of my clips and yeah. a picture in the toronto sun of me giving the finger and i lost a gig and that was ex that that money was far more than i ever made in ads or comedy yeah but the uh the, the ted talk people were probably all walking on eggshells because they were just recently experienced like a thing a controversy with uh sarah silverman because i asked her to come down and do That's comedy right. there and then she she said that she wanted to adopt, like, and you know, uh, you know, her efforts to make the world a better place. She wanted to adopt a child that was probably the least, most likely to get adopted. So she wanted to adopt a retarded child, and then on top of that, she wanted to adopt a retarded child with uh, a terminal illness. You just said retarded child. <laughs> a retarded child. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, who's retarded now, Dave? Yeah. Jeez. Um, but that's what Dave said. But I mean, but it was. Ouch. It was also. It was like it's. It's just. It's. It's funny when they ask comedians. It's to funny come. when Dave says retarded. A child. Really. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. It's fun. Thanks, Darren. But the base I, level irony is that it's a it's, it's a, a progressive company. Yes, right. It, how could they? How could they censor? She's or... mocking celebrity culture and our culture by making that statement. And also, yeah. she's saying something that's true. I mean, most yes. people do not want to have an, a retarded kid, and let alone a retarded kid with a terminal illness. Right. And it says, and, and that whole Doug Benson thing in Edmonton with the uh, the soldiers that got killed in Afghanistan. The moment that I I actually heard other comics saying, hey, she shouldn't be allowed to say this. And it's sort of like that one thing. The moment that we say that you're not allowed to say one thing, then you're yeah. not going to be allowed to say another thing, yep. and then it's like, then, it's we're, political, then we're China. Yeah. Political correctness, I think, has, has, has really damaged our culture. And maybe, I think that hopefully, maybe at some point, people are going to be like, Okay, let's go back to just being like, you know, people well, can have but you can't go humor. back because yeah, you know. just you just hit it on the head. It's damaged our culture and yeah. you can't recover from no, what you it can't. did. It's on it's impossible now because like everyone because of that movement. Yeah. And I, I like I don't know when it started. I would say what late 80s or something political yeah. correctness or or 90s I would say frosty. 90s, I like I don't yeah, yeah. like yeah. but yeah, but 80s. the damage is done and I completely agree but my philosophy is you can't you can't you, undo I, that damage you are right. because like, now everyone thinks they're important and their opinion matters and, and they have an agenda all, yeah all right into this television station yep. because and i don't agree with chinese, this if you say chinese you're racist and if you say this you're sexist right, and if yeah. you say this ridiculous. you don't like short people like i mean you can't say anything these days without offending one person well look at sarah palin making fun of family guy with the kid with down syndrome and it turned out that she didn't know it was it was a down syndrome person who was the actress that was was doing that voice, and right. she knew exactly what she was doing, and she and was she, happy to do it. And she was happy to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And the, and the episode actually made it seem like they were like a, a viable part of of society. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like a shame thing. Mm -hmm. And she still went crazy. You know, Sarah Palin is like, I've got an agenda. I've got to all help all the retarded children because my. Listen to me. I can't even say it now because Dave fucked <laughs> up. Retarded. <laughs>
That sounded like Christopher Walken. Yeah, whatever. Kids, retarded. Retarded. Well, children. I want to adopt him. I'll take him home. We'll take him to the TED conference. Nobody else wants it. Sit him in the front row of the TED conference. I think my walking just turned into old John Travolta. Yeah, exactly. That's, 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 the, that's the sickness of every impression adventure. Yeah. But we never really, we never really answered that. Did you want to take your activism anything anywhere farther than Facebook? I mean, like, I mean, I, a one man I, I, show yes. with Peter Anthony. Yes, no, like, no, I, I, I have, I, my dad was a politician. Right. Like, I, I grew up. Um, like, news was very important in my family. Discussions about. Like society was really important in my family. My dad is is a was a, is a, it was a huge politician and and is still huge in his political party back home, and um, it's just the way I was brought up. So yes, I would eventually um, like to some be somehow involved with politics. Now, have no. you ever have you ever done a joke and then went? I won't put this on YouTube because it might affect what my dad thinks. Because no. he's a politician. No. No, because he's not a politician now. Oh, I see. No, okay. he, he he was in the late seventies oh, okay. or mid seventies. Okay. Sorry. Okay. And uh, your he, parents he was, are supportive of you and everything. He was the minister of fisheries for the province of Nova Scotia. But, um, Ooh, that's yeah. a pretty exciting title right. in Nova yeah, Scotia. Yeah, yeah, it's an important role in it back there. But uh, but yeah, my my no, my parents are are proud of what I what I do. They support me now. At first, it was difficult. And my dad was. Think your dad wishes you were Jimmy Flynn, you know? The <laughs> yeah. Series, yeah. Well, dad was actually like, like, because I was in grad school doing my MBA, mm -hmm. and dad and I started to really, really think about uh, a career in writing and performing, and and uh, I was just torn. Like I was, I was really, it was really a difficult year. And when I decided what I really wanted to do, dad was like, "You're not using our family name if you're going to do that," and and uh, that's why that's why I go with Peter Anthony instead of I'm, my name's Peter Anthony Reed. Right. And and dad was like, I don't want you, you know, you're, you're going to regret doing this. And wow. the things that you do are going to affect when you go back into business yep, and stuff. Yep. And uh, but but he, he obviously saw that I that I really wanted to do that. And it was something that was inside me that needed to get out. And he eventually turned. And now he fully my parents, me. my parents, they roll in their grave every time I perform comedy. And, and they're not even fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> they, just, they just dig a hole and roll around in there. Is he done yet? Is he done saying right. cunt? Is he done right. saying cunt? You know, the, uh, he it, could it, have been a lawyer. Yeah. It's, it's funny you bring that up. Uh, there's a, a documentary about uh, the porn star Ron Jeremy, and there's a part where, oh, he's, yeah. where he's talking to where there's an interview with his dad. Oh, wow. And I guess his Ron Jeremy's real name is Ron Hyatt. Mm -hmm. And then when Ron, Ron Jeremy, Ron Hyatt, said to his dad that this is the business he wants to go into, he said, well, you can't use your last name. Wow. And so uh, so he went with his middle name of Ron, of Jeremy. So oh, my gosh. So that's how he became Ron Jeremy, hey, which I just thought was funny. That of is the, the only thing I have in common with Ron Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> you, can't, you can't suck your own 12 and I can't suck my own dick. <laughs> and warts. But, what, but like, and you gotta have to leave with the go. Kathleen to go there. Did I ever tell you guys that? Sorry to get off that on the tangent. That was the time you sucked your own dick. Can I tell you the story no. about uh, my Ron Jeremy story now that it's brought up? I know okay. it's a tangent, but it'll just, I'll do it quickly. But I was doing a, a gig with Mike Wilmot in Halifax, and Mike had done um, some event where Ron Jeremy was uh, the MC. And then Mike came on as a comic. And after the event was over, Ron Jeremy went up and said to Mike Wilma, it was very nice to work with you. Here's a DVD of a porn I made. And Mike took it home, and it was Ron Jeremy sucking his own dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. So, so Mike yeah. tells this story on stage, and yeah. it's a bit now. But he was down in Nova Scotia, and we're doing this bit. And he says to the guy, he goes, does everyone here know who Ron James is? 
Oh, and so the no. crowd applauds. <laughs> and I'm at the back of the room going, I've never heard him do a bit about Ron James. But oh, he says, no. he goes, yeah, I did a gig with him and he gave me a DVD of him sucking his own dick. <laughs> that was horrifying. And, now, and I couldn't hold back. So I'm at the back of the room going, Ron Jeremy, not Ron James. Ron, and he goes, what did I say? Ron, oh, Jesus Christ, no. No, Ron, you're thinking of the little guy on CBC? No, no, not him. The porn's there. Now that's, that's the one episode of the Ron James show I would watch. That's yeah. amazing. Before yeah. we have to go, because I was, it was, it all has to go with all the porn things. Did you know that the Smothers Brothers has a son? Which one is it? Well, anyway, his name is Dick Smothers, and he's a porn star. Oh, my God. And, and he I got just, to use his own and name. And he got to use his own name because it's perfect. Like you know he, what, though? Like he's got a great yo-yo trick. His dad, <laughs> his dad couldn't say, you can't use Dick Smothers because his dad was like, yeah, you know, it's a good fucking his, his porn Dick's name. Dick's the straight man. Dick's, yeah. <laughs> Dick's Smothers. Well, there was like one, another was another show at, at Yucks when they decided to, for some horrible reason, they brought Ron Jeremy up to host a show. Do you remember that, that Darren? That was Wilmot. That was the one, yeah. No, oh, that was the well, one? Okay, that might have been the one with Wilmot. And uh, and then at the end, Ron is emceeing, and he's an awful, awful comedian. Yeah. And uh, and he's on stage, and, he, and, he, and uh, I think he decides to close with this. Um, and, and at this point, the, the whole crowd's with him. They're really excited. They're like, oh, man, we, whoa, man, whoa, hey, can't believe it's Ron Jeremy. Right. And then he decides to go, uh, you know, uh, people uh, always say that I'm such a great actor, but I don't think I'm such a great actor, you know, having sex with all these great porn stars throughout the years, you know, like uh, Sika and Amberlynn, all these. Uh, but I think you guys, you guys are the married guys. You're the great porn. You guys are the great actors. You have to go home and have sex with the same woman over and over again. And I've never seen a crowd turn <laughs> faster. <laughs> this life. It was just like at one moment they realized, oh, my God, you are an awful Comic and an asshole <laughs> and a jerk and yeah. I, and and yeah it was just and he's not a I, I, that's I like that's like a female porn star going to a family event I aborted all my children you guys have the tough job yeah. of raising <laughs> these children I just aborted mine I just get children all over my face millions at <laughs> a time oh stop what okay we gotta stop now uh, so Peter once again uh, your shows uh, all through the East Coast people can go to peteranthony.net NikkiPayne.com. Or NikkiPayne.com, yeah. the towns are again, just rally them off. We're hitting uh, St. John, New Brunswick, Summerside, PEI. Then we then we go to Moncton, New Brunswick. Then we uh, perform up in Sydney, Cape Breton. Then we're going to New Glasgow, Nova Scotia, Toronto, Nova Scotia, and Halifax right. uh, to bring it all home. So yep. so bring your signs and uh, bring <laughs> your Al Gore DVDs for Peter to sign. <laughs> right. And uh, I'm sure you'll have a great turnout. Nikki's great. She was here two weeks ago, knocked it out of the park, almost replaced me. It was good times. She's fantastic. <laughs> she's uh, she's so funny and such a great person. And uh I am uh, going to be having a lot of fun with uh, her and her little dog in a van for Emilio's. 10 days. And her little dog, too. Listen, dog too. Emilio Estevez was here. Emilio Estevez was right here. Oh, is that right? Yeah, That's he came great. when she was and on the show. And he pissed right on that chair as he tried <laughs> to suck <laughs> his own cock. It was amazing. Well, keep keep the opinions going on Facebook. And, uh, yeah, and add Peter to Facebook and become a Facebook activist. That's and, right. And, and take the opinions beyond Facebook because it, it means a lot more when you get to leave the confines of oh, your own Oh, thanks, house. Dave. I, well, no, I tried to bring it back down we again. We can all be we better people. We need that. What is that thing? The more you know yeah, from that's Dave right. Martin. But, but Dave's right, and, I, and I've, I've now been inspired to do that. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Dave just inspired someone. Hooray. It <laughs> doesn't have tits. <laughs> <laughs> Inspired to walk away. Inspired to lock the door. Close the curtains. There are some people who could bring world peace if they weren't so busy hating everyone. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost, Dave Martin, and Kathleen McGee. Hey, this is Russell Peters, and I'm on Kathleen McGee's show, Anything Goes. Oh, yeah. Dave Martin and Darren Frost are on it too, but I really believe that it's Kathleen McGee's show because she can squirt. <laughs>
Oh, yeah, and it's on XM Radio, but I guess you knew that because you're listening to it. Get that shit out of your ears and put this shit in. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost, Dave Martin, and Kathleen McGee. Okay, we're back from the break, and we're already laughing during the commercial breaks. We have, we have such a good time here. Because Dave was like, what are we doing? And Darren's like, you're being quiet. Yeah, you be quiet, and I'll do the stuff. And uh, play the little box again there, Dave. I love this. You didn't want to be so morning zoo, and you got this little fucking box now. Do it. <laughs> you're a lesbo. <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh man! Can I talk about what I couldn't talk about in the last yeah, segment Dave's because Dave told me you. that I wasn't allowed to? Dave's I didn't say you weren't allowed to. You're Don't. just like it's not relevant. It's not relevant. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, like everything Dave says is so relevant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I brought up some good points. This was pretty relevant <laughs> to me though, because this was I found this funny, and I really still want to know who emailed. Whatever. Okay. Da- let me what do did the you, you do it? So two weeks ago, or three, two weeks ago, we had Lori Gibbs in here, and uh, we did an interview. And then on Facebook, you guys were joking around back and forth about me or something. All I said was because we were talking about how much fun we have on the road, and you're like, "Oh, it's because you're only been doing it for five years." Right, right, right making fun of you know. about that. Yeah. And uh, so then I put on Lori's Facebook. I said, "Thanks for being on the show. It was super great. I hope you always have fun in comedy." And screwed Frosty. That's it. Screw Frosty, right? So then I wrote, "Oh yeah, screw Frosty. Screw the guy who got me this job." So then I went on my Facebook because uh, we were talking about Facebook with Peter and on my uh, my status line I said looking for female co-host on an XM radio show must be funny and not willing to bite the hand that feeds. And then I commented on it, but I thought you liked it when I bit you. Right. So you would think that most people would see, oh, they're it's joking joke. around. Right. But what happened, Darren? I must have gotten 10 or 15 either emails or Facebook messages of women going, I'd love to be the co-host of your show. Bitches. They just fucking, they're ready to just slap you away. That's it. Do I know any of them? That's all I yes, need. Yes, you oh, know them. fucking bitches. You know them. You're looking at me and you're smelling to my face and as soon as there's a little thing, you are you're oh. fucking in there like a dirty shoe like it's fucking closing time and Dave Martin sees a fatty Siri <laughs> wasn't necessary that wasn't yes it wasn't I took enough shots during the chick wow. takeover show oh I haven't heard it yet yeah, no, because we called him a rapist but a good yeah. rapist right oh in a good way the but kissing rapist that's really funny like I and I I even got some emails from people saying genuinely are, what happened with you and Frosty I'm like absolutely nothing we're, just, <laughs> it's, we're comedians and we joke and you people are taking it too seriously but you know like seriously they sent those those messages like, ha, oh, fuck Kathleen McGee. She's off there. Now it's my chance to be yeah, famous yeah, and be heard much. by 30 people. Yeah, yeah pretty much. God, well, bitches. They, they, might, they might it might not have been a personal, like, fuck Kathleen McGee. It might have been just a per- like, hey, personal, like, hey, Personal, I want to get ahead? Well, just, hey, you know, well, Kathleen screwed up Show somehow, business. and now I'm going to take yep. her place. Yep. Okay. Nothing, nothing personal against you. And what I think you should take from this is you got to be careful because it's, it's true. You can't, you can't trust anybody. And, like, yeah. I don't even know. Like, I think I have uh, I just want close... you to know that you're replaceable now. That oh, I know. No, she's I'm not people. replaceable. Other people want to replace her, but she's uh, not replaceable. Thank you, Dave. There Do you we think go. I'm replaceable? Uh, no, no. I am Dave, irreplaceable. I threw the volleyball up, and Dave didn't just knock it down. He hugged it first. Oh, yeah. my God. I guess I'm going to have to give Dave a blowjob finally. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that's nice. It just—it's the thought that counts. So, yeah. I don't know. the uh, what was uh, so what was the, uh, the that was the thing that I cut you off of? And he won't. Yeah, that yeah, that was the okay. thing. Right. And he won't tell me who it is. No. Well, and also, but none of those people actually posted uh, and said, "Hey, I'd love her job." No, wink, no, wink, wink. No, they actually just all... sent you personal messages. Yes, yeah. Because oh. they don't have the the fucking balls to do yeah. it, including like a relative of mine. I don't even talk to them. They're like, "Hey, my wife is funny." I'm like, "What are you fucking crazy?" <laughs> I haven't heard from you in fucking want- three years, and I'm gonna. Well, you know what? She is kind of funny. 
Do, do these white. girls that email, do they realize that they have to sit in a small booth yeah. in the in a basement yeah. in Toronto? Yeah, with Dave. With Dave. Yeah. For at least an hour. And they got to get by me before Dave touches them. It's yeah. not going to happen. Exactly. It's not easy. So you get to touch them first? No, no. I'm, I'm, they got to get over me before you grab them. Well, oh, okay. in all fairness, you're not very tall, Darren. Oh. Oh, able to <laughs> See, I'm getting fucking, fired oh, okay, now. Yeah, okay. right, right. <laughs> like, more like a sinkhole. Oh, 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 so just so you know, while I was gone, listen to this. Check this out. So uh, two fatty moments for me, okay? My uh, my daughter, my daughter, my son was uh, <laughs> was watching TV, my 10-month-old with the, the grandmother, uh, and uh, Paul Potts came on the TV, started singing, and he actually waved at the TV and said, Dada. <laughs> I love your kids so much. Yeah. Well, what I, was the thing about uh, what his favorite color was? Yes. Oh, this was amazing. Okay. Amazing. Th- then my son last week said to me, Daddy, my uh, friends of mine are making fun of me at school. I was made fun of at school a lot. So my heart's like, oh, my God, is this going to happen to my son? I said, why? He said, because of my f- I told him what my favorite color is. What's your favorite color? He said, pink. I go, oh, well, what's your second favorite color? He goes, rainbows. <laughs> so I said, <laughs> Stick with pink. That's what I told him to do. I wonder... Uh, do, why, why wouldn't you just say... Uh, next time you want to say your favorite color is pink, why don't you just say pussy instead? Because then, then... That's that... why you're not a father, Dave. But Dave... Oh, okay. okay. I'm just looking for a loophole in, in your kid's uh, own sort of uh, then, se- then sexual Then I was issues. on a ride. There was, I was at Disney, Disney World on this like theater. There's 300 people, and they have an animated thing on the screen, and it talks to you live, like improv. Yeah. And there's a camera that points at audience members and then makes fun of them, right? So they created this little story with a Mike Wiskowski. It's from Monsters, Inc., right? Little, you know, bald-headed guy, and they point <laughs> to a guy in the audience. Then they go, we need a big, kind of fat, hairy guy to play Scully. And who do they pick? Wah, 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 wah. Me. They, there's 300 people. I'm not going to say anything. A lot of fatties there. And who do they point at me? You're in America. Yeah. There's a lot of fatties everywhere in America. I know. Because it's cheaper to eat. Yeah, but probably. I mean, there probably were some better examples of, of fat dudes there than you, right? But they didn't yes. want. And they probably didn't. They, they, so they didn't want to get the most extru- yeah. the most embarrassing. Right. Fat and man. they probably thought, right. oh, well, here's a guy you that's, can you know. It. Yeah. Can I? ask you something this is quick because i know we don't have a lot of time but i did see a news story about uh and you're a dad with sons right. there was a little boy that oh, dressed yeah. up like daphne yes. from scooby-doo this, yeah. and this woman the this woman posted something it was on the internet somewhere and some of the other mothers were like oh my god he's cross-dressing or something i can't believe you're letting him dress yeah. like a woman that's terrible and yeah. her response which is brilliant was just like basically i don't think your kid is really a ninja if my yeah. kid wants to dress up like a princess or yeah. and it's a boy, and then there's another mother in Vancouver that has a wrote written a book called I think I can't remember the name, but I think it's like something like my princess son or something. Her little boy just loves being dressed up like a princess, and it doesn't mean that he's gay. Maybe he'll be gay, but what do you think about if, if your son came up to you and said he wants to be a princess? My son already has. My son has already come up to me, and uh, for Christmas, he wants two things. He wants the female Bakugans. He was very specific. <laughs> There's Bakugans and female Bakugans. He wants the one that girls play with, and he wants the littlest pet shop. Cute. Which is a girl toy. But I mean, that's not that girly. Like that's no, but little it's boy. Like, like that's the start. That's how it starts, and all of a sudden, yeah. the cock is in your mouth. Oh, stop it, Darren. Really, that's how is that it how works? it works? Listen, not I mean, when I was growing when up. When I was growing, yes. <laughs> you just went straight for the cock. <laughs> you just went fuck the littlest play shop. You just went straight for that cock. Yeah, your dad just left I, you at a bathhouse. Look, <laughs> <laughs> at a Frankie goes to Hollywood concert. Uh, Can I just say that? You know what? When I was a kid, I had no idea what Frankie goes to Hollywood. What kind of what the song relaxed it was when right, that no, song came out. Yeah. I just thought, oh man, that's a cool song. I like the baseline. I had no idea. What does it mean? It was all about butt sex and really? how relaxing yes. your butthole so someone could fuck you easier. Yeah. <laughs> 
know yeah. that. Oh, yeah. when you want to come, relax. Yeah, relax. Don't do it. When you want to suck to it, blah, blah 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 blah. So I had no, and yeah. they were they were like a super uber gay band. Right? Is that, is that but, why my ex boyfriend kept playing that song? Yeah, yeah, and he tried to get you. Yeah. So, oh, by accident, I bought some Astroglide. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's what, watch out for Frank Goes to Hollywood video. But I had no... By accident, I bought some Astroglide. Yeah, it was it was right beside the olive oil or whatever the fuck, <laughs> right? But so when I was... They were playing a concert in Toronto. And of course, you know, my parents were pretty naive. They had no idea. And so I actually... I wanted, And I somehow, I, when I was like 12 or 13, I wanted to go and see Frank Goes to Hollywood. Oh my God. Just because I liked that song, yeah, yeah. right? And that was the only song. I had no idea what the band was, like I said. And, I just, and then somehow it never... Never happened, uh, but I just even to this day I keep thinking, what the fuck would have happened if I had gone to that show? Because my parents would have probably been like, you know, they're not the smartest, most streetwise people. They would be like, oh well, we'll just we'll, we'll buy you a ticket, we'll drop you off at the show, and we'll pick you up outside the venue afterwards. And I just thought, wow, oh, yeah. what if what if that had actually happened? That yeah. would have been just in, absolutely insane. Thing with Lady Gaga though, because I was at the Lady Gaga concert. I am not a prude or anything, but I really don't think that those seven seven year old girls. I don't think you should be under thirteen to go see Lady I, Gaga. I, 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 I totally agree. With she's you. like dirty. She's talking about sex. She's got yeah. like she's got. Uh, it's 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 not appropriate for young little girls. The whole the whole thing where the kid wants to dress up like a girl. And I the, the, I read a lot of what the mother said. A lot of it was okay, fine. The only thing that I like what she said is if my daughter wanted to dress up like Batman, it would not have been a problem. It wouldn't have been a problem and at all. And she's dead right about that. Yeah. yeah. And if my kid wants to dress up like a girl, I'm fine with it. What, what do I care? Let him try it. What, <laughs> what if he does it and hates it? There you go. Exactly. Then you're insured and not you having know what? a gay child. There I just go. don't want him calling me fatty anymore. Yeah, but he, gets, he gets all upset when his pantyhose wrapped. He's, oh, Dad, this whole being a woman thing isn't worth it. Yeah. yeah. I can't put my makeup on. Pretty. Shave my legs. Yeah. I'm going to be a guy. Yeah. Uh, I want to thank everyone for coming out to the East End Comedy Review that we had last Friday. It was, Friday. It was, it was an amazing show. Uh, it was sold out. Uh, and uh, January 15th is going to be the Nikki Payne birthday show. So come down to the East End Comedy Review, uh, January 15th, the 500 uh, Queen Street East at the Dominion Queen. It was a great show. Thank you for everyone for coming out. And uh, we'll be have, putting on another show again soon. So uh, we have to wrap it up. So I want to thank our guest, Peter Anthony. And uh, Nikki Payne is going to be touring with Peter all the way through the East Coast. So check out their respective web pages at NikkiPayne.com, PeterAnthony.net. And Dave, where are you this weekend? Uh, actually, I think I'm, I'm in uh, Ajax, Ontario. Okay, and to find there. out more information about you? DaveMartinWorld.com and Facebook. Kathleen? I'll be at the Fox and Villa Church in Wellesley on Friday night and uh, in Brantford at the hockey fundraiser on Saturday night. Nice. My hometown. Don't get bit in the face. <laughs> and uh, for me, uh, I'm going to be in Barrie, uh, where dreams go to die. Uh, so I'll be there all weekend hosting for Tony Carollo. Um, so if you're interested in that, come on out. You can always find out about me on ComedyHorror.com. We want a biggest, biggest throw, a big, <laughs> biggest, biggest, biggest. <laughs> I respect you, biggest. I want to throw Thanks, Daffy. Th- yeah, exactly. <laughs> Spent a whole week listening to fucking cartoon characters. That's what happens. Retarded child. Retarded child. Uh, <laughs> so I uh, want to send out a big thank you to our producer, Victoria, and <gasps> Paul, the intern, for making this all work. And if you have any concerns or questions, you can always get to us through telephone number at one eight eight eight. Or is it 1866? It's 1887, I think. 877. It's 1887 on an undercover cop. 1877. 1877, motherfucking cop. It's 1877XM Laugh. And if you want to email us, it's laughattack at See, we'll get it out there. Eventually. Eventually, we'll get it all done. Next week, we're going to have a guest. I can't believe you said you were going to be in Barry. (laughs) I just think that Barry is the creepiest name for a man ever. Yeah, well, I'm going to be in Barry. You're going to be all over Barry's face. All over Barry. <laughs> <laughs> I smile.